Welcome to A Church in the City, a podcast sharing messages, sermons, and talks from downtown Christian Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We exist to empower a movement of passionate Jesus followers. On this episode, we're sharing a message titled Intercessory Prayer from Chris Shire, originally recorded April 11th, 2021. Chris shared this as an introduction to this talk. In order to intercede, we first need to receive an understanding of the power of agreement, which takes place when we walk with, lean into, and abide in our Father. to encourage us and, and, um, with intercessory prayer. Um, and then, um, I guess the title is Intercess- Intercessory Prayer, The Power of Agreement. But I want to share a couple things before I go into this is that there's so many good teachings out there, right? There's so many good teachings on intercessory um, prayer and all this. But I want to share what God personally is showing me. And so and what, what he's showing me is, and, and, and I'm celebrating my, my, my spiritual birthday, if you will. I gave my life to Jesus Christ um, 32 years ago, this April 30th. And so, so I'm going to be 32-year-olds in, 32 year olds in, in Christ. That means I yielded and surrendered my life to Jesus 32 years ago, and he's still not done with me. And so he's always shown me things, and he's always encouraged me. So I want to encourage us today of, about this intercessory prayer. And so um, I believe if, if some of this revelation will start impacting our hearts. I think faith will be stirred up like never before. I hope um, um, our perspective will change a little bit as, as I share this. I hope that, um, that our, 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 our posture and our positioning will be different as we go into prayer and why we go into prayer. So if, I, so if I'm just sharing some of the things that God's been showing me on the power of intercessory prayer, and, and one of the things the Lord is showing me, um, because there's all kinds of different kinds of prayer. I mean, we can pray all the time, and God starts showing me different times I come to him and different times we can come to him. Sometimes I come to him, I come to him just to cry out. I mean, just to cry at his, at, 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 at his feet or jump into his lap and say, help me. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed. Sometimes I'm frustrated. We can go bold before the throne room of grace. Through Jesus Christ, if you're, you have access to God and, and, and through the Holy Spirit and power. So there's so many times we, we see prayer and the prayer can be, sometimes we're just crying out our wants, you know, and our needs. And see, needs and wants are two different things, right? Um, sometimes we, we just want, to um, just spend time with God or, 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 or vent to God or sometimes complain to God. I mean, and God loves us and he'd be right there for us. Um, but this is where I'm talking about the intercessory prayer. I think God's starting to show myself and then to help others to say, this is a place that we come, if you will, on offense. This is a place that we come prepared. So I believe through some of this revelation, I'm growing with God even deeper. Like God's saying, when you come to intercessory prayer, you come with the, uh, with the fact of where you're going, with, with, with the agreement of God's word, with the power of the Holy Spirit. You're not coming to God with a, a wish list or a complaining list. You already got dealt with that. You're coming to God specifically to intercede for the church, for his people, for your family, whatever it is. And the power of intercessory is so 
so powerful when we begin to believe and trust in what his word says about us. Let's talk, let me read a couple of scriptures because, you know, um, in Ephesians, obviously Ephesians 5, 7 says, pray without ceasing. There's a type of prayer. What does that look like? Pray without ceasing. How do we, how do, what, what does that look like? You know, you, and I believe some of that is just constantly having our mind stayed on God, meditation, a, pra, a prayer. And I'm not talking weird Eastern or whatever meditation. I'm talking about meditating on the word of God, meditating on the things of God, keeping our hearts and mind stayed on him. The Bible says there's perfect peace for those who mind stayed on him because they trust in him. That's what I'm talking about when he's talking about praying out ceasing. Um, another thing, I mean, in Ephesians and in Colossians, so I'm going to read this because um, I love these scriptures. I love the word of God. Matter of fact, a story, um, I, I, um, one of our engineers years ago, about 10, 15 years ago, he gets born again, filled the Holy Spirit. And, and I said, here, I said, I go, start reading the Bible or start listening to the Bible. Here's the New Testament on Back then it was CD or whatever, but so he starts listening. He comes in a couple weeks, a week later, he goes, man, dude, you pray the Bible. Every, all your prayers are just praying the Bible. I'm like, yeah, that's the safest way to pray. Amen. I'm just praying God's word. You know, I mean, I'm praying what his word says about me, about the situation, about the circumstances. And, and I tell you, it became my lifestyle. It's true. Let me read this from Ephesians 1, 17 through 19. It says that God, our Lord, the God of our Lord Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? What is exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? according to the working of his mighty power. And, um, and then even in Colossians, similar same thing goes, for this reason, we, we also, since the day we heard it, he's talking about that, of their faith, he says, we did not cease to pray for you, to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, Colossians 1, 9. And then even, even Jesus says it, right? Jesus says it and he says, he, he, when he goes, they ask, how do you pray? And, he's, and, he, and he says, they are Father. But um, Matthew 6, 10 says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I really believe as people that are, really want to be people that want to be people of intercession, people of prayer, we need to know we can go to God anytime. We can go to God and cry in his lap. We can complain. We, but this point of, of intercessory is a place of faith, if you will, a place of positioning, if you will, on offense, a place, if you, if you will, put your armor on and we're going after and we're taking what God said, what Jesus has done, and we're going to believe God for that. We're going to be praying for our homes and our families, our marriages, our business, our jobs, our children, whatever it is. We're going to pray for this city, this state, this country, the nations of the earth. We're going to pray from a place of not begging God or pleading with God because he's already done it in Christ Jesus, but declaring and standing what God says. He says, if those who believe, and he talks about having spiritual understanding of his will. I think sometimes I pray, and is it God's will? I'm praying for certain people and I already made my mind up what that person needs. I got it all figured out what that person needs. Boy, I think I need to keep my mouth shut and see what the Holy Spirit has to say. Lisa had a good point. Sometimes we ain't listen to the Holy Spirit. We already have it all under control. But I think the Bible tells us to um, trust the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 3, I think it's 6, 7. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. Do not be wise in your own eyes. I think a lot of times we have it all figured out. We think we know. But according to Isaiah, it says his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. 
You hear that? His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. Higher as the earth is to the stars. That's how we're measuring, if you will. So how do we know his thoughts? It's through the Holy Spirit. So we need to make sure as we're preparing our hearts and um, um, if you're positioning our hearts to say, what does the Holy Spirit have to say with that? Are we yielding? Are we submitting? Or maybe some of us, are we surrendering what God says? I just, I'm going to repeat this. I already said it twice. I'll say it again, maybe a few more times. I'm not saying you can't go to God anytime, anywhere. No matter if you're frustrated, confused, afraid, whatever. God loves you and we have access to his throne room of grace. And that grace is so sufficient. You can go there. But I'm talking about a time where people, so sons and daughters of God, the church today are rising up and saying, I'm going to start standing and declaring what God says. And there's three power, there's three things that the Lord's showing me that's power. Um, the, um, three things that are powerful in intercessory prayer. One is the power of agreement. Two is the power of declaration. And three is power of praying in the spirit. You know, and the thing is the power of agreement. This is where, this is what happens. I just was sharing. My will or your will, Lord. Power of agreement. This is the most wonderful thing if you really get that revelation of power of agreement. Is we're not trying to get something done. We're already agreeing what God's word says, what his promises says, what he says about us, our circumstances, and each other. You know, even in a church today, there's people that get offended with one another. We get hurt. And, and, and as I've been studying in this prayer about praying all the time, Every time, every time, every time, every time, every time, Jesus is talking about prayer. He always talks about forgiving one another. Forgiving one. Every time, every time, every time. He talks about forgiving one another. Whether you're at home or here, do you have offense towards a brother or a sister? Do you have unforgiveness in your heart? I tell you right now, that's important that you deal with. Now, this is the wonderful thing about God's grace. You can go to him as many times as you want. And let his love wash over you. Let him set you free from this unforgiveness. Let you set free from this offense against your brother or sister. You can do that. But if you're going to come into an intercessory prayer and start standing, you need to deal with that. See, sometimes we don't want to talk about the responsibilities that we have. Because, oh, we don't want to talk about works, you know. Because we've been so abused by religion and by, by different things. But we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to yield and follow the Holy Spirit. To trust and rely on the word of God. Yes, church. I'm saying we have a responsibility to believe. We have a responsibility to trust. We have a responsibility to keep ourselves humbled. We have a responsibility to be quick to forgive and quick to repent. See, these are things that we don't... I'm not browbeating anybody. If you feel browbeating, you need to talk to me because I want to get you set free. This is good news. This is the gospel of the good news. Jesus loves you and he wants you free. And if you have unforgiveness in your heart, if you have an offense in your heart, you need to let that go by the grace of God. Now, if that person hurts you, you might take healing, might take time, but the forgiveness is your choice and your will to yield to the spirit and say, I forgive that person. I let that person go. I'm telling you, there's somebody at home and in this room that needs to hear this message today. And you need to take heed of this because God wants to use you to your fullest. Amen? I know people now that, I have people, like we, there's, they have, they're mad at someone or they don't agree with someone. So they break total fellowship. 
You know, I'm, and then you get these texts, or, or you get these, I'm praying for this, or I'm praying for you. Yeah, but I can't see you. I can't have any relationship with you. Or like Lisa's, or a friend that you, you, you someone wants to reach, can't receive what you're saying, so they don't know how to deal with it, so they withdraw. They push people away. You know, the enemy wants us to be withdrawn from one another. They, he wants division in the church all the time. He wants you to pull away. You know, just separate yourself. When he gets us alone, he'll beat the tar out of us. But when, he has to, when we get the power of agreement, as we're agreeing together with God's word and one another, of what God's word says about the situation. The problem is, is at least, now this is what God's doing with me. Remember, I started this whole message. So if you guys got this revelation already, good. I I'm walking it out and I want to share it with my family. I'm telling you right now, I am thinking wrong. My perspective is wrong. How I think about myself, sometimes my friends, my church, my business, people, society. I'm realizing that I don't have all the answers. And I realize that God has all the answers. So what's causing me to do is be hungry. Who's hungry for the things of God? People say, but Chris, you know what? I have so much pressure. I'm so stuck. I'm so overwhelmed. You know, you don't understand. I don't, but God does. Are you drawing near to God? So you're telling me, Chris, if, you're, if I'm stuck, I'm frustrated, I'm hurt, I'm wounded, I'm confused, I'm this, I'm that, I'm broken. You're saying the answer is Jesus. That's exactly right. And I'm saying that God wants to set you free so you can become that person of intercessory, a person that can intercede and stand for others. Amen. If the devil can keep us stuck in our own mess, keep us stuck in our own problems, we can't see others. You know, when I'm down and I'm, I'm discouraged and I'm frustrated with myself or situations, you know what I do? I purposely go out and minister to people. And every time I do, I just get full of hope and full of faith. Gosh, I think sometimes the body of Christ can be so selfish. I know I'm sounding like I'm condemning anybody. There's no condemnation in Christ. Self-centered, what I mean. We're self-centered. I really want to love you, but I'm so frustrated. You don't know how my week's been. How can I love you? My week's been overwhelmed. That's your responsibility to let God come and bring grace over you. And sometimes you're going to have a bad day, a bad week. But I know people, they're having bad years, bad months. Come on. I want to help you. And I'm praying for you. And I want you to start praying and believing for what you're believing. I know their spouses are praying for spouses. We're praying for our kids. We're praying for our business, our finances, our, 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 our jobs. We're praying for this country. We're praying. There's some crazy stuff. There's new laws we're trying to pass. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. But what happens is the enemy gets us where we say we are hopeless. That we can't do anything about it. And then we start trying to control things and try to, trying to pour our views on people. When we can say, no, God's word is the answer. And we're going to stand on God's word. We're not going to change God's word. We're going to believe it. We're going to agree with it. Amen. Let me read the scripture. It says this in um, um, Matthew 18, 19, 20. Again, I say to you, Jesus says, again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For, the, for where there are two or three are gathered together in my name. I am there in the midst of them. Wow. This is where corporate prayer and corporate intercessory comes in. As we come in prepared. And, and together, it's the power of agreement. It's just so powerful. Here's another one. It says in Matthew 21, 22. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing that you'll receive. A lot of times we're saying, if it's God's will. Or God, if it's your will. God, if it's your will. Find out in the Bible. Find it out here if it's God's will or not. 
Jesus is crystal clear, right? He never, he never shared anything confusing. Even in the parables, we got the answers to the parables. Parables, did I say that right word? Think about that. We're doing it our own way. I've been so convicted lately how I respond what I think. And I'm getting words from the Lord from my wife because I'm not listening that let him change my perspective. And I'm like, when she said that, I was on my knees. She gave me a word. I got a word from the Lord. It was so encouraging to tell me that I'm thinking wrong. So if I tell you you're thinking, you might be thinking wrong today, if you're offended, why? Why are you defending your own thoughts? You might say, yeah, I probably am. Why would we want to fight that? I'm humbly to say that I don't have it. But why do we dig our heels when we think we're right and we dig our heels when we're not willing to go before the Holy Spirit and let God say, am I right in this? Am I thinking about this? You know, Lisa's sharing, we had a little, real, little teeny riff. I mean, we don't, I mean, God has blessed our marriage so much. Our riffs are very, um, only time they get out of, if, the only time they get a little bigger is when I try to control. I didn't try to control this. I trusted God in this. And it works really well when you trust God. He can do better than I can do. Amen. I mean, it always happens. Um, but um, one of the things to say, there's something I didn't like or something, something, you know, Lisa said, you know what? The Holy Spirit told me five times and I just ignored it. I didn't listen to it. Do you know if you're struggling, if you, if you, if you want to walk something out, if you want to, you want to change, you want to love something, whatever you want to do, Holy Spirit will be there to help you. He said, he's our helper. He's our friend. He's our comforter. He's our teacher. And he'll teach us all things. He will lead us to all truth and he'll declare the heart of the father to us. Will you believe that? Will you believe that? Yeah, but Chris, I don't feel that. I know. This is where we got to get real. If we're going to go into intercessory prayer and we're going to really start seeing our prayers come to pass. Because he said, whatever you ask, whatever you ask, you have them. Believe that you receive them. And I believe what he's talking about, because if you start reading it, a lot of this came out of John 14, 15, and 16, and 17. Even when Jesus, just before he was going to the cross, he was talking to his disciples and telling them, even praying for himself, praying for disciples. Then he prays for all of us. And that's in um, John 17. It says, for those who believe. Read that. I challenge you to, you want to read some? John 14 to 17. Those who believe, those who believe, those who believe, those who believe, those who believe greater works that they'll do than I do because I go to the Father. Those who believe. That's the power of agreement. Are we going to agree what God's word says about the situation? Everybody says, amen. Then why aren't you doing it? You rather agree with, and that's what Nan was saying. That word was set up for me. When she said that, I just shook in my boots. I'm like, or shoes, I don't have boots, but um, shook, shook in my shoes. Like, oh my gosh, Lord, thank you. You always set me up. We prophesy to, what we, to our circumstances. We believe our circumstances more than we believe what God's word says about it. And that's how the enemy's winning. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. What if he's trying to kill, steal, and destroy your faith? What if he's trying to kill, steal, and destroy your, 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 your trust in God, your hope in God? Come on, I've been, the, the church has felt like the church has been stuck. They've been feeling hopeless. They've been feeling discouraged. Yet I'm gonna get up here and talk about intercessory prayer. When we can't let God go deep, this is the great thing about it. It's a great thing. I, if someone says, man, I wanna become an intercessor, all that, and I, but I'm, having this, I'm enjoying this journey of knowing God even more, experience God's love, getting breakthrough in this. Amen, get it, walk it through. And then whenever you're walking out, start praying for other people in that area. Because I think we're always walking something out, amen? We're always going from glory to glory. 
But if you've been struggling with depression, you walk out, start praying for people who are struggling with depression and start asking God for opportunity to go bless that person and encourage that person how you walked out of depression or fear. Because fear, I'm telling you, I had that word, it shot in my bones. Somebody's walking in fear here and even at home. Why do we allow that? If God says he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind, so then fear should say, this is demonic. Well, Chris, calm down. Don't make people feel bad. I'm not making you feel bad. Fear is making you feel bad. It's not from God. It's not from God. It's not from God. Can you all say it with me? Fear is not from God. Then why do we get fearful and anxious? Now, I'm not condemning anybody, but it's going to challenge me at least and give me hungry me like, Lord, I'm going before you. If I, I'm going to go before you. I'm going to learn why fear has trapped me for so many years. Why anxiety keeps jumping on me. Either my perspective's wrong, my understanding's wrong. It's not my heart. And this is where the body of Christ gets confused sometimes, I think. My opinion, God's not telling me this, but I think. Is their heart's right, but their minds get consumed with pressure and, 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 and circumstance or situation. They forget their heart and wants to trust God. They love God. They know God's big. They believe God can do anything. But can God do it in me or through me or with me or for me? And we're missing that out. I, it, listen, if anybody's feeling bad out of home here, don't feel bad. Please personally talk to me because I'm saying God's telling me this. Because one minute I'm ready to con- raise the dead and preach the gospel. And then two weeks, two days later, I'm like sucking my thumb in the corner. Come on, let's be honest. Why one day we're ready to, man, conquer the world. Next day, you know, because I lost a big account. All right, oh, okay. You know, I've been in business for 24 years. Okay, I've been good. God's always been with me. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. That's what he says about me. He said, if he's for me, who can be against me? Yeah. yeah, but I got some naysayers. Anybody have a naysayer sometimes coming against you? God says, I'm bigger than a naysayer. I'm bigger than this broken world. I'm bigger than whoever's running this government. I'm bigger than your circumstances, says the Lord. Will you believe? God, I haven't even started my message yet, but this is good stuff. I'm, I'm, it really is. I'm serious. I got three pages for it. Maybe I won't even do it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll take over. Take over. But serious, because I'm, I, there is a power of intercessory. But if we don't learn to let God bring healing to us or deliverance to us or freedom to us or get us to walk as sons and daughters of God, I believe, and even this room or even at home, some of you people can see yourself as a servant of God, but you can't even see yourself as a son or daughter. Why? God's word says you're a son and daughter. I just quoted it earlier when I, when I gave that word. He hasn't given us a spirit of bonds again leading to fear, but he's given us a spirit of adoption that we can cry out, Abba, Father, Daddy, God. That's Romans 8, 15, I believe. Think about that. That's God's word. Yeah, but I don't feel like a son or a daughter. I don't feel like a child. I'm sorry you don't, but it doesn't change it. If Christ is your Lord and you are a believer, then you are a son and daughter. But sometimes you don't feel like a son and daughter. Sometimes you don't feel very good. Them are, some of these are facts, but doesn't change that God's word's bigger than a fact. And he can come and change our circumstances. Kevin said that if you haven't seen it yet, he ain't done with you. We ain't finished with this yet. But what we'll do is we'll start making declarations as, as Nan was saying about our circumstances and we actually start believing the lie from the enemy and then we're unfruitful where God wants us to use us. Doesn't change his love for us. Doesn't change his grace for us. But I want to challenge this. I've been unfruitful when I'm in my own strength. I've been unfruitful when I'm behaving in my own, being wise in my own eyes. But when I yield to the Holy Spirit, then the fruit flows out of me. The strength and power th- th- flows out of me.
Let me read another one. Mark eleven twenty three. For assuredly, I, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that he says, believes all things he says will be done, he'll have whatever he says. Did we just hear that earlier today when Nan got up here? Wow, you think, out of two more mouths. God's already saying, would you start believing what you say? If you're going to get an intercessory prayer, you're going to start praying for Would you believe what you say? And make sure that's God's will, what you're saying. Make sure it lines up with God's word, if you're saying. Do you believe it? So I, I really feel like I got my notes all mixed up because I, okay, here we go. This is not like me to have this much notes. I usually have it right here, but this is so many scriptures I wanted to to read out and say, grab hold of that. If you just grab hold of these scriptures, it'll change your life forever. I pray these scriptures. Those who believe, I believe, Lord. And sometimes I pray the same thing over and over. I'm like, and there's a scripture that says, don't be saying things repetitious. That's because if you're just babbling. No, I'm declaring God's word every day. And that's what I want to talk about. The power of declaration. The power about declaring God's word. We just talked about agreeing with him and believing his word, trust his word, even praying that the Holy Spirit will give us understanding, learn how to go to him and let him deal with our own stuff so we can start being full in agreement with his word. The second part is declaring his word. It says this in, and it says this in um, um, Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of tongues and those who love it will eat the fruit of it. What are we saying? Nan said this again this morning. Are we, are we declaring death? And are, we, are we talking how upset we are with the circumstances than what God's word says? So I was going to read this, but I'm, I'm on a roll and I only got about seven minutes left. But I was going to read this. I was going to read a lot in this. But this is chapter, Matthew chapter four. When Jesus gets tempted, he goes out. He's, he, he doesn't eat for 40 days and 40 nights. I mean, come on, think about that. I mean, it, this is where he goes. But he gets tempted and the enemy comes. The devil comes. And the first time it says this, but Jesus answered and said, it is written, man shall not live, about, live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then he comes back again and Jesus says, it is written. And then he comes back the third time. He goes, it is written. He goes, away with you, Satan. Sometimes even in intercessory prayer, we're running around screaming at the devil, yelling at demons underneath our couch. I'm screaming and flee. You know what? You know how much, you know how much I spend time yelling at the devil? Uh, if I pray for, what I say, if I'm in a prayer meet myself, me and God, I spend, let's say if I'm out with God for a half hour, hour, I spend about 30 seconds on the devil. He's already defeated. Why am I yelling at someone who's already defeated? But if you don't believe that, you'll be screaming at the devil forever. Now, there's, a, there's, there's nothing wrong with telling the devil he can go to hell where he belongs. There's nothing wrong with telling him you have no authority. Fear, leave my mind. Fear, you can just clear that kind of stuff. But do it by a, a place of, of an posture of faith in what God's word. Declare God's word over that. Hey, devil, fear go for me in Jesus' name. Because God doesn't give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. What's he going to say with that? It is written. So just do that. Next time you're struggling, the enemy's coming against you, say, it is written. God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. It is written. Be anxious for nothing, but with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your request be known to God. It is written, if God's for me, who can be against me? It is written that all things are possible for those who believe in God. In Christ Jesus, all things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. Do you believe that? You know what? God's telling me to start believing it. Well, Chris, you're going to start talking about miracles now and all that? Yes, because he says to. 
Well, I don't want to be a church that just runs after miracles. I'm not running after miracles. I'm running after Jesus. In Jesus, there's miracles. There's freedom. There's liberty. There's love. There's peace. And if I don't start walking in it, how can I help you walk in it? And if you don't start walking in it, how can you help anybody else walk in it? I'm not yelling at you guys. I'm just yelling because I'm getting excited. Gosh, I'm yelling. I'm like, gosh, I love to yell. I, because I'm like, in a good way, <laughs> not in a bad way. Because God's alive, right? We shout at a football game like, woo! You know, why can't we say, Jesus, I'm free in Jesus. You guys know some of my testimony. 30 years ago, I was abusing my wife. You know what? I looked in the mirror. First couple years when I was abusing, I said, you're a man of God. You're free. You're a good husband. You love your wife. You walk in self-control. You can do all things in Christ Jesus. I told myself that. When I failed, I said, no, you're a son. Not today. 32 years later, I'm a son that's walking in the freedom that God set me free for. It's my freedom because God gave it. And you have freedom waiting for you. At home or here, you're struggling with something, I don't care what it is. It's freedom's yours. Jesus paid for it. Grab hold of it. Amen? Amen? How can we start interceding and praying for other people if we're not letting that work through us first? Amen? Jesus said it's written. Let's start declaring the word of God over our hearts and our souls. Let's start declaring the word of God over our circumstances and over what we say and what we believe. Amen? You know why it's so good? You know why I'm yelling and screaming? Because it's exciting. He's like, he's right. I'm tired of fighting this. I'm tired of believing that I'm stuck. I'm tired of feeling like I'm hopeless. I'm tired of, I'm tired of that. I'm going to rise up. You want to start revival? It starts with you. It starts in your heart. starts in your soul. Amen? Even at home. Start screaming at home. Amen. God, this is good. I'm getting encouraged. <laughs> Me too, Chris. I got three minutes on my last note, so I'm going to really... But um, I knew this would go intimately about us instead of help. You know, we need to pray. You need to pray at least an hour and quit falling asleep. I mean, that's what he told Jesus told the disciples. Just, you can just pray for one hour? No, I think it's time for us to position our hearts and souls. Say, I want all that you have for me, God. And I refuse to believe anything else than what your word says. And if I don't know what your word says about my circumstances, I'm going to find community, somebody who does know that. I'm going to find people that are on fire for Jesus, who knows the freedom that I can walk in. That's one thing we do at DCC is we want to cultivate, cultivate a, a family or thing. I tell you what, I know I am friends with a lot of you guys because we cry together. We laugh together. We pray together. Family that prays together stays together. Amen? That's awesome. Like two, hour, two, and three, two and a half minutes. The last thing is the power of praying in the spirit. I don't want to just pray my own will, my own understandings. So I'll read a couple of scriptures in Jude 1 20, 20, 21 says, but you beloved building yourself up in the most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ and unto eternal life. Ephesians 6, 18, he's just talking about the armor of God. He's talking about the whole armor of God. And he's talking about that. He says, this is praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to the end with all perseverance, supplication for all the saints. Then even in um, 1 Corinthians 14, 2, he goes, For he who speaks in tongues does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him in the spirit, but he speaks mysteries. I'm telling you, that has been my secret weapon in intercessory prayer. 
is not only just declaring God's word, it's I don't know what to pray about this situation. I'm, I, I'm over ahead or this circumstance or this person or this, I start to pray in the spirit. And I start to pray in the spirit. I tell you, sometimes I just commit time praying in the spirit. And praying in the spirit, it says, if Paul says, you've not received the Holy Spirit since you believe, he prayed for them. They got filled with the Holy Spirit. They spoke in tongues. And when they prayed in the spirit, things would come to me. Things would come to me about my business. Things would come about my people. I'm praying for people. Has anybody ever just got a word for me out of nowhere? Okay, okay, I, I just come up to you. You haven't seen me in three weeks. And all of a sudden I get, I pray in the spirit and God will bring that person to me. I've done it to a lot of you. You know, I'm so spiritual. No, the Holy Spirit loves you and he's just, I'm willing to yield to it. It's nothing what I do, it's what God does in me. So I just believe in praying in the spirit. We pray mysteries. We pray the, we pray life. And so I want to encourage us today to say, what does it look like to position ourselves? What does it look like for us to really get in that place where we're hungering after God and we're trusting God and we're learning to get breakthrough in areas of our own life so we can be people that will come and begin people of intercessory that will be people of agreement, green and believe in his word. Then not only that, declaring his word. Guys, if you're struggling with something at home, declare, or you're praying for it, just declare what his word says about it. The devil loses then. Jesus, Jesus did it. Our Lord and Savior did it. He said it's written. Get away from me, Satan, it's written. And then let the Spirit of God lead you in how to pray and where to pray. Amen? Amen. A band can come up. I want to pray for us. If you guys could stand. At home, stand up. Even at home. I don't care if you're in pajamas. Stand up. Because I really believe this. I've been praying all week about this because I really want this to be um, contagious and effective. That, man, that, that we're running after God and we're so hungry for the things of God that God's actually given us revelation through his spirit, understanding of his will for our lives. Giving us faith to be able to pray and start believing for our families, whether it's our marriages, our home, our children, our workplace, for this city, this state, this country, to all the nations of the earth. The church cannot be scared. The church cannot be stuck. He's going to pour out his spirit and he's going to use us. He says he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above, we, above all we can even ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Who's going to let that power work in us? Amen? Amen. So let's just pray. Open your hearts right now. Father, we're here. We thank you that we can be people that declare your word, people that come in agreement with you. We believe, Lord. So right now we just say, help, help us with our unbelief and just have your way with us. We come and we thank you. You're a God of victory. You're a God that heals and delivers and sets free. You're a God of love and mercy. So we just receive it now and we pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit, as you are our friend, as you teach us all things, you lead us to all truth and you declare the heart of the Father to us. So we thank you for truth in each one of us and the truth will set us free in Jesus' name for our today, for our tomorrow, forevermore. And every step we take and all we put our hands to in Jesus' name. We thank you for just putting fire in our hearts, hunger, revival. And we thank you that we can be people of faith people of confidence because we trust in you Jesus in your word in your truth in your name Jesus we pray amen amen if you would like to learn more about DCC get involved with one of our ministries or give to support us, you can find us at achurchinthecity.org. You can also follow us on Instagram at Downtown Christian Church for Sunday morning set lists, uh, sermon series announcements, and more. You can also join us live on YouTube every Sunday morning for worship and teaching just by searching for Downtown Christian Church. We go live at 10 a.m. Eastern every Sunday. Thanks for listening.